Husker basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by T.J. for Big three. Shot. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead. Top of the key three for T.J. Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, your BYU Cougars back at the Marriott Center. Tonight, hosting the Portland Pilots. The Cougars, though, they're looking to begin a new winning streak after having their six-game winning streak snapped on Thursday night in Moraga, losing to St. Mary's in overtime, 87-84. to The loss came after the news that Yoli Childs would not play due to an open dislocation of his right index finger. Head coach Mark Pope said Yoli could be out for a little while. The good news was, just like the beginning of the season when Yoli had to sit due to the suspension, BYU played well. The Cougars showed fight, never allowing the Gales to get too far ahead, and then ultimately sending the game to overtime with some big shots and a big dunk from TJ Haas, not to mention big shots from Jake Toulson. In the end, yes, it was a loss, but in a game that BYU was not favored to win anyway, they proved just how good of a team they are, and you know they're looking forward to having St. Mary's in Provo in a few weeks. Hopefully, with Yoli back on the floor, we shall see on that. Well, the loss dropped BYU's record to 12-5. and They are 1-1 one and one in the West Coast Conference, and now the Cougars prepare to face the Portland Pilots, who sit at 9-8 and eight overall, and like BYU, also 1-1 one and one in the WCC. Now, the Pilots have been off for an entire week. The Pilots, they played well, though, in conference play. They lost to Gonzaga. But, the, but they made the Zags nervous. If you remember back to that game, they actually had a lead in that game. Then the Zags somewhat flexed their muscles and would go on to win. But uh, Portland was, uh, was no gimme that night. And then they beat San Francisco. So this is certainly not a team to take lightly, even though BYU has dominated this series overall specifically. Well, really overall, uh, but in, in, uh, in Provo at the Marriott Center, BYU has never lost to the Portland Pilots. Guards Isaiah Wright and JoJo Walker are the two Portland players scoring in double figures with head coach Terry Porter's son Malcolm Porter close behind at nine points per game. Now one area to pay attention to tonight will be limiting the Pilots' perimeter game. They are a fantastic three-point shooting team. So something to pay attention to as we get you closer to tip-off here in Provo. For more on that topic and many more, it's time for tonight's pregame interview. And for that, just like we did uh, Thursday night, we go to the coaching staff once again. This time, I get the pleasure to talk with the great Cody Feger. I asked Cody if his thoughts on the game at St. Mary's has changed any with some time to look over the tape. Thoughts on the game hasn't really changed. Um, A couple things that, you know, kind of stood out a little bit more was how much the offensive rebounds kind of hurt us against a team like St. Mary's. You can't, you got to stay locked in for all 40, 40 minutes. Um, you know, they got a couple wide open shots, a couple wide open threes that oh, we, we wish we could have, could have been there on the catch and just a couple, couple defensive breakdowns. Um, I'd like to get back right now. And I understand nobody's in the business of moral victories. We get that. It's it's wins and losses, and that's ultimately what people will be judged on. But I can't help but think back on that game last night, and with all of the circumstances going into that game on the road against St. Mary's, without Yoli, and this team gave itself a chance to win. Again, I know moral victories aren't a are part of it, but I have to assume you come away with it feeling really good about this team. Yeah, I mean, we feel great about this team. You know, the, these guys competed. They tr- they played really hard. 
Um, but like you said, yeah, there's there's no such thing as a moral victory. We we got to do a better job putting ourselves in position. We got to win that game. Um, as a staff, you know, we're, we we take this hard. As a team, we take this hard. Um, but our thing, our whole thing, and what it's been all year long is we got to get better. So yeah, we had a couple of missteps with Miss St. Mary's. You know, a couple with you know uh, who, who, LMU before that. Our whole thing is just how can we get better game by game. So that's kind of how we're judging ourselves right now. Obviously, the big story going into that game was not having Yoli with the finger dislocation. Because you had played the first nine games without him, how much easier was it to revert back to sort of the game plan that you guys had started the year with? Because you'd already gone through it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was actually really really simple to go back it back to it. You know, we've looked at our um, um, all of our play playlist, play sheets, all, all that kind of stuff, um, offensively and and defensively. So it was it was we didn't even skip a beat. We just had to remind our guys, watch film on it, just kind of go over and over the same things we've been we've been doing. But yeah, it was, it was pretty simple at the end of the day. I have to imagine, especially this time of year, it's probably a really good thing when you have these Thursday Saturday situations where, regardless of what happens on Thursday, especially if you're coming off a loss, probably feels pretty good to be able to get back real quick back on the floor. Yeah, we're excited to get, like we were talking about, we're excited to get better. That's what we talk about every single day. We're starting practice here in the next 20 minutes here, and we're excited to see these guys and just, you know, uh, point out things from St. Mary's that could have been better. And and here, here's exactly what we need to do for Portland. But we're, we're thinking about just getting better. We're, that That's all we care about. Portland is, is an interesting team. They come in one and one on, on the conference. They've already beaten San Francisco. They put a little bit of a scare into Gonzaga. When you look at the pilots, what stands out to you? A little nervous about them posting our guys up because we had a little trouble against that uh, earlier this year against Utah. And then transition defense, that's huge for us. And then how well they're shooting the three right now. They're top number six in the country shooting the three. So I'd say those are kind of our main things right now that we're worried about defensively is our transition defense, our our post defense, because they're really good sealing up and uh, throwing over the top and, and scoring that way. The third thing is their their three point percentage. They're shooting it really well, so we got to be there on the catch and just can't let these these guys just catch and shoot. We have to have an early stick hand um, and make the make them put the ball on the floor. So I'd say those are our main things defensively, and then offensively. You know, I felt we felt like the ball was a little little sticky yesterday, uh, where we weren't um, moving the ball as well as we have been lately. So that's one thing that we've got to get better at. And Portland does a great job. Anytime you drive it, that basically all five guys are coming to the lane. So you got to drive and kick. So that's going to be a huge emphasis for this game also. I remember earlier in the year, Coach Pope talking about transition defense and, and that being an area that the team needs to get better. And obviously you mentioned it specifically with, with Portland. Overall, how do you think the team has done in terms of improving on that as the season has progressed? Oh, I th- we're a top 10 team in the country in transition defense. That's a huge em- emphasis for us every single day. Um, and we're getting better and better at it at, uh, every day. We had a couple lapses against St. Mary's. They, they didn't do it that much. But there's different transition defensive style. So this this team's a little bit more building a wall, making sure it's a five-on-five game against Portland here. But, yeah, that's something we're really happy about right now defensively. We've spent this entire interview talking about basketball for obvious reasons. It's pregame show. We're getting ready for a basketball game. It's also a big weekend in the NFL. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm hoping my Chiefs can pull it out against the Houston Texans. You are a Green Bay Packers fan. What is your comfort level right now with uh, with Aaron Rodgers, Jamal Williams, and the guys hosting Russell Wilson and the Seahawks? Um, 
I'm really nervous to tell you the truth. Um, I've looked at the spread. I think I think it's five for us. But we got we got Jamal. I feel really good about that. When he's playing, you know, he had a, he had a couple injuries this year, missed a couple games, and we didn't play as well. But I'm happy that he's gonna be playing in this game because he's a huge part. And then Aaron, we got to we got to get on track, man. So I'm always nervous. I'll I'll be because we had Seattle. I think it was 2014 or something. We had him beat. The game was over. I was already celebrating, and with three minutes to go, we lost. So I'm going to be nervous until that that uh, that that horn horn sounds and we won. So it's it's a big weekend for us. Yes. It's a great time of year. We've got college basketball. The NBA is going. We've got NFL playoffs. It's it's a great time. Thanks for taking the time, and good luck against Portland. Thanks, Jason. That was Cody Fieger. Always like talking with Cody. You can talk basketball. You can talk football. Always, uh, always great to talk with him, and uh, good luck to the Cougars tonight. Again, as they get ready to face the Portland Pilots. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head next door to the Marriott Center. He's back on the broadcast. We're going to talk with Mark Durant. That's next as Cougar Pregame Live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Portland Pilots are in town tonight. BYU hosting the 1-1, one and one, that being their conference record. Both teams are the 1-1 one one West Coast Conference record. The Cougars and Pilots coming your way in just a little bit. Let's head over to the Marriott Center, the site of the action tonight. And rejoined to the broadcast, my good friend Mark Durant. Mark, uh, welcome back. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. It's good to be back. Uh, I don't like it when Greg cheats on me with Terry. <laughs> uh, hurts my feelings. But it's like my second game in like a month. And it's not because I've missed all that many. It's I haven't played a lot. So I'm, I'm ready to get going again and get in the, mid, in the heat of conference play. And this, this will be a fun one. Well, and you and I have not talked about this, so this is, and, and we like to keep things, you know, fresh, and we like to keep things, you know, on the spot, so this is not anything we discussed, but seeing your social media posts, I think you and I are on the same page with this, but I came away from the loss at St. Mary's actually feeling really good about this team. Now, certainly, losing's not fun, but this team showed me with all of the stuff they were dealing with in that game, it showed me just how legit they were. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, we've I've been to that building enough times with really good teams, and they just get kind of run out of the building and then fall apart at times. And it's just a tough place to play. They've got a re- really premier guard in Ford. I mean, he's just terrific. And uh, and they, you know, Coach Bennett, he's just a great coach. I mean, whatever you, however you feel about him, he's he's a good coach, and he gets it done. And so for them to do that, uh, you know, obviously when Yoli went. We heard he wasn't going to play. I, I had a lot of doubts. I mean, I, I didn't think they would. You know, I knew they'd play hard. This team plays hard. I like the way they, you know, they, they approach things. You and I experienced that at Houston. I mean, yep. they come out. They they're, they're not scared of anybody. But it was just a lot to ask without Yoli. And I thought they gave a great effort. And the, the fact that they had a chance at the end. Uh, I mean, that's that's all you could really hope for without Yoli on the road at St. Mary's. And I, I was very pleased with with the way they played. I don't think the loss hurts them at all. Obviously, a win would have really helped them, but 
Uh, I think you just kind of move on and look forward to a, a rematch here in the Merritt Center, hopefully with Yoli. Without knowing exactly how long Yoli's going to be out, what, what's the biggest concern until he gets back, even knowing that this team has proven they can still play at a high level without him? What's the biggest concern the second time around without him? Yeah, well, I mean, the conference is not overwhelmingly big. Take Portland, for instance, tonight. They don't have a strong inside game. Uh, they're a three-point shooting team. A lot of these conference teams, I mean, it's the best three-point shooting conference in the country. So I think it lends itself better for BYU to be successful because that's the kind of team that they are uh, rather than in the preseason when you're playing against the San Diego States of the world and Utahs where they have so many big guys. But I, I am concerned mostly. The thing I'm mostly concerned about without Yoli is just rebounding and defense. Uh, you could see it several times. St. Mary's got offensive rebounds, and it turned into points, big shots, because you, know, you could not get rebounds. And I think if you have Yoli on the floor, he's a guy that can go get those rebounds, and he's a, he's just a presence in the paint. Uh, and on defense, you know, he, you could see when he's in there and he's engaged defensively and the guy gets beat on the perimeter, he stops the guy. It really makes a difference. And uh, so those are the, my biggest concerns without Yoli. Uh, oddly enough, it's not his scoring necessarily that I, I worry about. It's his uh, the other things he does, rebounding and defense, which, uh, you know, BYU just doesn't have a lot of depth there with the, just Colby and Dalton and Zach. If there's still a concern overall, it, it may be that, that sometimes BYU struggles with the, with the quote-unquote gimme shots, maybe layups at the rim, shots right at the rim. How concerning is that aspect right now? Because that was something we saw in that St. Mary's game. Well, it's really concerning. I mean, we all love uh, Dalton, and he's you know his three-point shooting has been terrific. But there were a couple point-blank shots at critical times in that game that he did not hit. Again, that's no criticism of Dalton. I mean, guys miss shots all the time. Colby, uh, Colby, I think you know he's 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 actually pretty confident when he gets the ball in the paint. I like that, but Zach missed a couple. I mean, th th these are shots that. They're hard to get easy shots and to not capitalize. I mean, scoring is hard, especially on the road. And when you get the looks and you don't make them, and whether it's, you know, a lot of times when you when you don't get a lot of shots in a game period and you get a shot and you're playing against a good defense, the tendency is to rush yourself. I got to get this shot off. Even though it's close, I got to really release it quickly. It's going to get blocked. And I think that was the problem more than anything is just hurrying themselves. Obviously, you know, obviously Dalton can make layups yeah. and Zach can make layups, but... You get in that high-pressure situation and the, uh, gets a good defense, and you just rush yourself a little bit. Now, you know, again, without Yoli, you're going to get more looks, and maybe you can get a little more confident. So next time around, you'll make those shots. But that, that hurt BYU, no, no doubt, in that game. Here's one thing we do know about the Portland Pilots coming in. They're a very, very good three-point shooting team. What are your overall thoughts on this Portland team coming in? Who gave the Zags a scare already? Yeah, I, I can't remember. I think they were up in the, fir they at were. the, end of the first half, up at, at Gonzaga. So that raises your eyebrow a little bit. Um, and then they beat San Francisco at home. Yep. I mean, San Francisco is supposed to be like the fourth team, them and Santa Clara, in, in that t upper tier of the conference. And uh, I, I think <laughs> Portland had lost, what, 23 straight conference <laughs> games. I mean, no one expected that. So I think it's a team coming off that win that's feeling confident. And like you said, they're a good three-point shooting team. And all it takes, Jason, is a, a team to come on the road, get hot from three, and then they get confident, 
And we've seen it in this building, San Francisco and Pacific. And you know, teams, if they can make threes, they can be in a game. So what you have to do, and BYU is is best in the conference at, at guarding the three. And this is a this be an interesting matchup because you got two of the better three point shooting teams in the country here, and then two of the better defensive teams from three in the conference. So uh, that'll be probably the, the storyline, which which team could kind of overcome the other. Uh, but Portland is dangerous, and and like I said, they they don't have a lot of. You know, strength inside, so you can afford to really play that three-point line. And uh, I think if BYU can can kind of dampen that hot shooting from Portland, it should be an easy win tonight. This game would scare me a lot more up in Portland. Right. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, even without Yoli, this is a, certainly a game BYU should win. So here's my thoughts on Portland. They have several good players, but I don't see that one guy you fear like some of the other teams in the conference have. I mean, Bobby Sharp and his eight three-point <laughs> shots are not coming in this yeah. door, you know what I mean? Is that, is that, that I understand they're certainly capable and they've shown that. Is that a fair assessment? A lot of really good players, but I don't know if there's anybody on this team that you fear really going off. Yeah, I think that's a good point because you always worry about the one guy that can hurt you, like Jordan Ford. Yeah. He didn't have the best game. He's obviously like 24 points or whatever, but I, I just you just always know that when they need a basket, he'll get it. And and you don't have that for Portland necessarily, and you don't have one guy that just go out of their head and get 30 and beat you by himself. But it is worrisome to a degree that you've got five or six guys that are from eight points to 13 points. I mean, it, it, you can't just focus your defense on stopping one guy. And, and the shooting is contagious in, in White and Walker and – uh, Porter. I mean, they've got guys, different guys that can hurt you. So you can't just take away one guy. And again, if they get hot, it's, it, that that uh, that's contagious, man. Even Mark Durant could make it a shot when <laughs> Randy Reed and Nick Sanderson were making shots. I I even thought I could make one. So it's it's a dangerous team, even though they don't have a superstar. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all about the three. We talked about it. I think if, if Portland shoots under 35% from three, they're, they're, you're just not going to have enough firepower to beat BYU in the Marriott Center. All right, Mark, great stuff as always. Uh, welcome back to the broadcast, and we'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. There we go. The great Mark Durant. You'll hear him with Greg Rubel on the call tonight as we get you ready for BYU and Portland. On the other side, lots of scores to get to. College basketball scores. BYU women in action earlier today. BYU men's volleyball looking for back-to-back sweeps of Penn State. Plus, the NFL Divisional Playoffs going. There is a great game right now going on in Baltimore. All that coming up on the other side. As we get you ready for the Cougars and the Pilots, you're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. BYU Portland coming your way in about 35 minutes from the Marriott Center. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard with you. We'll get you to Greg Rubel and Mark Durant coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on other action. And we'll start. It was a, it's a busy day at the Marriott Center because earlier today, BYU women's basketball hosting San Diego. The Cougars looking to snap a two-game losing streak, and they did just that. Jeff Judkins and his team beating the Toreros 52-36. to 
Brenna Drollinger leading the Cougars in scoring with 13 points to go along with six rebounds and nine assists. Paisley Johnson, the only other Cougar to score in double figures, Paisley finished with 12 points. Nice bounce back win for the BYU Cougars. I mentioned going into break, BYU men's volleyball, third ranked in the country. They are hosting number 15 Penn State. Last night at the Smithfield House, BYU swept the Nittany Lions. And guess what? A repeat of last night. Back-to-back sweeps of the 15th-ranked Nittany Lions of Penn State. BYU gets the sweep. They win set one 25-19, set two 25-22, and set three 25-21. Men's volleyball crushing it once again to begin the season. All right. Top 25 action at the half. Number two, Duke, leading Wake Forest 49 to 30, or excuse me, 49 to 23. And now uh, everything else right now is a final. Number one, Gonzaga winning at LMU 87 to 62. Fourth ranked Baylor goes into Lawrence and upsets the third ranked Kansas Jayhawks 67 to 55. Number five, Auburn defeats Georgia 82 to 60. Number 11, Ohio State losing at Indiana. The Hoosiers get the win 66 to 54. 13th ranked Louisville winning at Notre Dame 67 to 64. 14th ranked Kentucky defeats Alabama 76 to 67. 15th ranked Dayton on top of UMass 88 to 60. Villanova defeats Georgetown 80 to 66. Number 17, West Virginia wins at home over Texas Tech 66 to 54. In overtime, Syracuse upsets number 18. Virginia 63 to 55 and Wisconsin takes down number 20 Penn State 58 to 49. Utah State in action right now hosting Nevada nearing halftime up at the Spectrum in Logan. It is 28-18 in favor of the Aggies leading the Nevada Wolfpack. Also mentioned uh, that the uh, the NFL playoffs going on right now earlier today 27-10 it was the Niners over The Minnesota Vikings, the Niners will now await the winner of Green Bay and Seattle. Winner of that game will go to Santa Clara to take on the Niners in the NFC Championship game. And in the AFC right now, a little bit of a surprising score. Tennessee Titans leading at Baltimore 14 to nothing. Uh, in Baltimore, so we will update that as the night continues. The only other AFC game is tomorrow in Kansas City, Chiefs hosting the Houston Texans. All right, after a quick timeout, we'll get you uh, to the Marriott Center for Greg Rubel and the Cougar pregame coaches show. That's all coming up next as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Pilots on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. As tonight, the Cougars try to bounce back from some Thursday heartbreak hosting the Portland Pilots, a team that has never, ever won a game in this building. I'm Greg Rubel. Off tonight's play-by-play call, joined by my commentary colleague for 23 seasons, 
the beloved former BYU Ironman, Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, just when things were going well, six straight wins, league opening win, then the Yoli Childs finger injury, another blow for a team that had already played nine games without Childs. Now that number's up to ten and counting. And yet, without their leading scorer, the Cougs almost beat St. Mary's two nights ago. Another almost in a season that has already featured a few. Yeah, a lot of almost. You have overtime, three overtime losses, and you start to think, you start to hope that this, at the end of the year, you're just not saying this was almost a, a great year. I used to call myself the best average player to ever play at BYU, and I don't want this team to be the best average team. I, I want this team to be a great team, but you're kind of running out of opportunities. Now, with that said, you still got some. You've got St. Mary's at home. you got Gonzaga at home, you presume that Yoli will be all right for those games and just kind of tread water like you did in the preseason and and get some big wins, take care of business. Obviously, this is one of those games, take care of business, and and the greatness for this team may come at the end. That's what you're kind of hoping for. It's all geared to that and try not to get too down about some of the things that have happened and look at it as a chance to strengthen you for what could happen at the end of this year. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, two and a half months from now, we're looking back saying, wow, they made yeah. it through that, and this is what they get yeah. as their reward. That's uh, that's the ideal. When we come back, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zionsman Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. We welcome you back inside the Marriott Center tonight. BYU playing for a seventh straight home win, hosting a Portland program that has never won a game in the Marriott Center. The Pilots 0-11 all-time in Provo, 0-10 in the Marriott Center. BYU has won 20 of 22 meetings in the overall series. Time now for our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope. Brought to you by... Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And in our chat a short time ago in the Cougar locker room, I asked Coach Pope how he thinks the guys have handled the turnaround from a Thursday night setback at St. Mary's. You know, it's league play, and so everybody faces the same challenge, and that's a quick turnaround between games, and uh, especially an emotional game like Thursday night. Um, the, probably the most important job we have more than game plan or X's and O's or Anything else is uh, just rehabbing these bodies and their hearts and minds and spirits. And really, that's the case whether you win or lose. Um, trying to reset everything and make sure that you come uh, tonight understanding that this is going to be the hardest game that we've played all season long. And um, our guys have been really veteran about doing that so far, and, and I expect them to do a great job with that tonight also. So what's been the vibe from a Friday practice to a Saturday shoot-around? Well, it's it's mostly informational. Uh, you know, yesterday we you know we, we do our two things: we do shots and defensive mobility. And then, aside from that, it was a non-contact day, just mostly teaching. And uh, today's been 100% normal, regular shooter, and everything else. And, um, we know we have a big time challenge ahead of us. A team that's really, really you know the hottest team in the league right now in terms of making shots. And mm-hmm. um, so, big challenge there. They're they're starting uh, you know six 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 ten six eleven. Uh, with some real length and some real skill also. So um, it's not hard to to, uh, to turn our attention toward this team because they're playing really well right now. And a team that just won a game without their best player on the floor last week. Yeah, against a, a San Francisco team that I think is a, one of the elite teams in this league. Yeah. Um, and so we know that, uh, you know, they're, they're like I said, they're playing really well right now. Um, and so this is, a, this is another great challenge. This league is, is full of them. You know, every single night you have to come prepare and, and play as, as hard as you've played all year. 
and a team that's been lying in wait too. They didn't they didn't have the Thursday game. Yeah, so uh, you know it's um, I mean that you know that's I think when you when you don't have the Thursday game you're nervous, and when you do have the Thursday <laughs> game you're nervous. So it's just a, it's just a you know it, it's kind of what what we have in front of us, and it's the next challenge, and so it's what we're focused on. You going to start the same way as you did uh, in Moraga on uh, Thursday? Yep, we'll keep the same starting lineup, and uh, and uh, you know these guys have actually, you know, this starting lineup has been together now. This will be their their tenth game together, yeah. so I guess their eleventh game maybe. Right. And um, so they're familiar with each other starting games, and and uh, they've done a good job getting us off to a good start. And from what you wanted Colby to do on Thursday, he did that, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. You know, this Colby Lee has been so good all season long, and. Um, he, you know, he's been really locked in defensively, and uh, you know, he, he finished a couple buckets uh, Thursday that were really important for us. And uh, you know, in, in his 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 size was an impact. He had one possession where he cherry picked around uh, on the floor, and the whole bench and the whole staff and everybody lost their minds. But aside from that, he played about as well as we could have expected from him. He's doing a great job for us. Okay, this is a, a shot making team BYU that uh, has a few guys needed to see a few more shots go down right now. I think. Um, yeah, and, and you know that's just that's uh, that's you know we haven't shot the ball great the last couple of weeks, but um, you know that's that's part of the ebb and flow of a season. Um, our guys are still finishing shots; they're still owning their shot, and that's the really the marker we use, and that's exactly why we use that marker. And um, the owning of shots. That's exactly yeah. right, and it's just like assist opportunities probably is more valuable to us than assists, just mm. because it's a it's more of a controllable marker where you can gauge your performance every single night and it doesn't have the ebb and flow of of uh, you know making or missing shots and and um, as long as you stay focused on that I think at the end of the day you have a uh, you, your team has a really good chance to be successful can you tell us how Yo's coming along he's doing well uh, you know I think he's managing a ton of uh, you know he's, he's certainly he's devastated right now that he can't be in these games at this point in the season um, but you know he's 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 uh, put on a great face for his team and and um, you know, he's been really focused on helping these guys and, and being as positive as he can, and uh, so he's been he's been tremendous. And how much of a we-got-your-back mentality do the other guys have around him? Well, I think I think the guys certainly feel that. I mean, I think that's, you know, we, we talk about our locker room all the time, and I think these guys want to win for each other and compete for each other and play for each other, and, you know, there's some real depth to that. Uh, some, some other motivations can be a little more fickle and flighty, but when you think about doing this for the guy beside you to your right and your left, I think that has some real staying power, and certainly our team so far this season has adopted that mentality. Coach Pope, thank you. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years in Utah and experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center in Provo. It's BYU in Portland, a pair of one-on-one teams in WCC play. BYU playing its second straight game without Yoli Childs, who remains out with an injured finger. BYU this season's gone 6-4 and four in 10 games without Childs, 6-1 and one in games played with him. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Our statistician is Nate Slack. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Tanner Rawl. Coordinating producer, Terry South. BYU Radio engineer, Barry Squires. Our BYU Radio interns are Jeff Carroll at BYU Radio and Nate Slack here at the Marriott Center. Good to have you with us tonight here on the BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also streaming and on various apps. Great to have you along. Well, at the 12 and 5... And with the most main metrics in the 20s or 30s, BYU remains in the NCAA tournament mix. But the margin for error is ever narrow. BYU likely still needs at least one regular season win over St. Mary's and essentially can't lose to anyone but St. Mary's or Gonzaga in league play. So uh, whereas games like the one two nights ago carried greater opportunity, games like tonight's come with a different kind of pressure, uh, the threat of a bad loss, quote-unquote. Uh, the kind of loss Gonzaga Mark always avoids, which is why the Zags always win the league. <laughs> Great teams, Greg, take care of business. Not business, business. That means you go in, whoever you're playing, no team is going to beat you, especially a team like Portland. This is, this is where you come and take care of business, and good teams are going to drop a couple. Great teams don't, and I think you and I both think this team is as good a team we've seen in a few years, Greg, and maybe the next couple years. This got a lot of senior leadership, good players. This team can't have the slip-ups BYU's had the last few years. It's just devastating to everything you want to do in the future. you got to take care of business. Well, to quote Flight of the Concords, it's, it's business, business time. time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming up after the break... We'll get the Portland perspective with assistant coach Tyler Geving as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. Our pregame coverage ahead of BYU in Portland continues. Pilots have been idle since last Saturday when they picked up a nice home win over San Francisco. That win snapping a 23-game regular season WCC losing skid for Portland. And I talked about getting that streak off the books when I spoke with assistant coach Tyler Gibbing a short time ago. You know, obviously it was a rough year last year losing you know, 16 league and then, you know, losing in the playoffs, 17 straight. So, yeah, to, to, to beat a good San Francisco team at home, I think uh, that was a good win for us uh, without our best player and Isaiah White, our leading scorer. So I think there was a little doubt kind of going into that game. But for us to pull that out, I think that was a good momentum builder for us. Of course, you guys got the win without Isaiah. BYU played well without Yoli Childs. Couldn't get the result on Thursday at St. Mary's, but you see it all the time. Teams rally. Yeah, they do. I mean, basically, you know, everybody has injuries, and you, you can't worry about it. It's the next man up, the old the old cliche <laughs> that's going around in this business right now. But that is, that is true, though. Somebody else is going to step up, and, you know, it's Division One basketball. I mean, there's a reason guys are on scholarship, and uh, the next guy's got to be ready to go, and you never know when your number's going to be called. 
It's not just a win over USF, but it was a uh, it was a halftime lead against Gonzaga. There's a real feel around this league that uh, Portland's got some things figured out. Yeah, I'm sure last year probably people were like, oh, good, we get to play Portland and get healthy a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I think we're, we're just playing better basketball. We're, um, you know, executing a little bit better on the offensive end. You know, we're, we're a little bit more dialed in on the defensive end. And, just, you know, I just think we got a little bit better of a plan this year and, and the kids are buying into it. And, and, you know, we had a good non-league schedule and, you know, won some games and that gives you some confidence going into league play. So, yeah, I like, like the direction we're headed. And obviously this league's very tough and winning games is hard, but um, as long as we're competitive and give yourself a chance down to that four or five minute mark, anything can happen. The fact we're past the midway point in the overall season and you guys already have surpassed last year's win total, another indication that this thing is uh, heading the right direction. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I thought, uh, yeah, nine and eight's great right now, one and one in the league. So, yeah, we just got to continue to build on it. And I, I think there's some more wins out there for us. Hopefully, hopefully one tonight. But, uh, you know, bottom line is you just want to keep playing good basketball keep getting better and uh, kind of get to march and obviously you want to peak come uh, the wcc tournament from last year to this uh, a couple of new players that uh, byu and their fans haven't seen uh, chase adams and isaiah white talking about starters right now yeah chase adams has been you know extremely uh, good player for us and you know obviously the point guard position's a, a key position for for any team and to have a freshman that's played as much as he has and we've put a lot of uh you know, we've put a lot on his shoulders and he has to carry the team. And uh, as a freshman, that's not easy to do in this league. So, so far, he's, he's done a great job. And Isaiah White's been a good grad transfer for us. Um, you know, those are becoming more popular, obviously, with tools in for you guys. And when you can get a guy that's played, you know, four years of college basketball and, um, you know, they bring good leadership, uh, good maturity, and, and that's kind of where he's helped our team. Isaiah didn't play last game because of the flu, so JoJo steps in and scores 19. Yeah, JoJo's been around the program, and obviously his third year, and um, you know, bringing him off the bench like we have a little bit, it's kind of nice to have a guy that's your second leading scorer coming off the bench, giving you some bench points, and you know, obviously we can start him as well. So uh, good versatility with him, but it's good to see kind of his hard work over the last couple years pay off. You get a BYU team tonight again without Yoli Child. Your thoughts? Well, that helps. I mean, it's I'd rather him not play than play. But obviously, you know, you, you feel for the kid, you know, just going through what he went through with the NCAA and and then uh, coming back and you guys are playing so well and then to get hurt. You, you never wish that on, on anybody, and, and hopefully he gets back here soon. But, um, you know, Coach Pope obviously does a great job. They played without him for whatever the first nine games. So I, I think it would be a little bit different had if this was the first time he'd been out. But since they're used to playing without him, they're a well-oiled machine and looked pretty good the other night against St. Mary's on the road. Coach Giving, welcome back to Provo, and uh, safe travels rest of the way. We'll see you back at your place. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. That is Portland assistant coach Tyler Giving, and time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Who is BYU's career leader? in field goal percentage with a minimum of 100 field goals made. The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. All right, so getting you set for BYU in Portland. First up, the answer in tonight's UB the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. 
And I changed the standard just during the commercial break from a minimum of 100 field goals made to 300 field goals made. Hope this doesn't throw you off, Whoa. Mark. But who's BYU's career leader in field goal percentage with a minimum of 300 I, shots made? I don't know this one. It's got to be a big guy. I'm going to go old school like mm-hmm. a Fairchild or a Chosich or someone like that. Well, it, it is old school-ish, like late 70s. Uh, to 1980. Uh, Alan Taylor. Oh, that's Alan Taylor. I loved Alan Taylor. 57.7%. Dude, he's a great rebounder, too, man. There it is. Your career leader in field goal percentage at BYU. Number two. Didn't play four years at BYU. But he was a good one. The big man from Brazil. Rafael Araújo. Mm, yeah. All right, time for a few final words before tip-off. After this short break, you were listening to the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Set for BYU and Portland here at the Marriott Center. Greg Grubel and Mark Grant, your commentary tandem. Uh, Yoli Child's out for another game. This is uh, game two since his uh, finger injury mark. And, uh, you know, hopes are, I guess, maybe narrow end of it. He misses four. That is two weeks of play, which would put him through Gonzaga next week before maybe getting him back. Tough to say. Again, we're all just speculating on when this might happen. A lot depends on, uh, you know, how the uh, how the wound heals up and then the flexibility and comfort and all these things. Uh, either way, what we saw on Thursday is a good enough indication that there's enough talent you left on this team, as we saw early yeah. in the season as well, to win big right. games. Good enough to win, and obviously you want Yoli, but I guess if it's going to happen, good that it happens now and get it out of the way and every seems like every game this year with Yoli's it's a blessing because didn't think we'd have him to begin with all right tip off of BYU and Portland is coming your way next this has been the BYU store Cougar tip-off show on the new skin BYU sports network